Hello and welcome to the On The Burst podcast. I'm your coach, Brandon Savage, and I'm joined here by my assistant coach, Tim Moody. How are you, Timmy? Very good, mate. Yeah, just ready to uh, instruct the boys to take as many strong carries as they can. That's what I'm here for. Interesting. I've started the show with On The Burst podcast. Usually, you're used to his listening to us say we're the Supercoach Experience. Yes, we are the Supercoach Experience, but this is a new little show within our platform. A side project. A little side project. I feel like that we've had a lot of t- tough carries throughout the year and you know we got offered lots and lots of money to, to stay at the Roosters, but we're deciding to pick up a little club like well, the We Tigers. are pretty close to Bondi and that sort of area, I guess, where a lot more latte drinking goes on. No latte drinking will be happening here, mate. So the On The Burst podcast, what is it? And what can we expect from the On The Burst podcast? I'll give you my perspective on it because I feel like we have different visions because <laughs> my vision is very like straight and narrow. Yours is like very wild and loose. I run a good line. So sometimes, you know, I'll go this way and then, you know, I'll, I'll take a good step before I get the ball and then I'm off. You know what I mean? So it is a bit hard to predict. Um, which way I'm going sometimes, but yeah, go ahead. Well, what, what's your vision for it? Well, you, you said you were going to start first, so look. well. A, as for mine, mine's a straight and narrow. This is predominantly rugby league. Yeah. Um, the reason why starting this today, I know it's not a great time to start it, but the fact that we want to get established before the season starts, get into our rhythm. You know, I want a lot of talk and shit to happen here. I want this to be our avenue to just let it all out because in the Supercoach show throughout the year. We try and do it here and there. We get put off track and the people that are listening... We have to get a little bit strict and stay on topic and talk about break-evens and players that are going to score a lot of points and it gets a little bit the same. So, yeah, this will be a little bit of a way for us to uh, vent our nonsense. Like, you remember Sav's joke of the week. Mm. That was rogue. It was very rogue, Saz. And that was um, a super coach. That was a super it, coach show. It had me sitting on. on the edge of my seat, you know, like I was, you'd skip a heartbeat. I didn't know whether we were going to get cancelled, whether I was going to, you know, wet my pants laughing, which way it was going to go. But yeah, it, it was, it uh, didn't last long, but. <laughs> well, it didn't last long because the last joke I told was very, oh, it was very, very edgy. Yeah, it was very okay. edgy. I actually. You learned from these things, and uh, that's what's good. I did podcast. We'll probably with... say a lot of edgy things going forward, so forgive us oh, for well, those. We might try and walk the line just a little bit, but um, I went on the cast patrol the other week. Uh, they came on my podcast, this podcast here, and I actually told the Brimson joke. Do you remember the yeah, Brimson joke? Yeah, I personally joke? think it was a shit joke, and I reckon that they were really being generous. Oh, really? Yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, fuck, that's all right, hey, that one. I don't know. I reckon they're pretty good actors. Um, neither give them a call and oh, sign them up. See, they're good They're good blokes too. And I told them another joke. I, I, I think I said <laughs> Penrith were versing the Rabbitohs one day and Penrith's forward pack was absolutely dominating. Yeah. And remember the Simpsons meme where, stop it, they're already dead? Yeah, maybe. It, it was the Rabbitohs fans on the sideline saying, don't harm Sally. <laughs> Yeah, look, nice and that wasn't my joke. They really laughed at it wasn't that. Bad, wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. I like that. It? Yeah, that's not D- too bad. Delivery needs a bit of work, though. But uh, I guess I mean you weren't performing it at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. It was just a throwaway joke, so it was good for what it was. Yeah, fine. that's it. I think it was definitely a lot of tactic talking there. But let's talk about the show first. On the burst, rugby league, a lot of stuff. We're, we're going to talk about general life because podcasting is life. Yeah, a bit of off Rug- season. Rugby league is life, and. 
I've found myself very lost and you have too. And we, yeah. we kind of want to come to the point where we can let it all out. Yeah, well, last year particularly, um, I went off the rails to yeah. getting lost. I was pretty down. I didn't want to return to bloody Supercoach podcast and didn't feel like playing it. I was just – I was down in the dumps. I just felt – I was lost. But, um, yeah, this year sort of started to feel a bit that way again in the off-season but became aware of it and sort of put little things in place to make sure – sure i kept myself interested and we're back on track which is always good which i think is another topic we thought we might touch on from segment to segment yeah. little uh little therapy sessions so i don't know what we'll call it yet but it might be just you know like a it's a bloke's chat sort of thing you yeah. know a bit of a man to man or something like that i don't know that's it this episode is episode one of this and we're going to go on a lot of journeys here and we're going to keep up to date keep you guys up to date with it and in the off season you found yourself wanting to learn the guitar well, yeah, I thought I'd give that a go. I started trying to play it in high school because I was forced to when I went to a performing arts high school. I had to play, like, nearly do every art sort of there was on Alpha. Um, so I wasn't into music as much, although I like music. I wasn't good at playing or singing, so I tried to pick up a guitar. I wasn't good at it. All my mates got, like, Axl Rose on the bloody thing, you know. So then I um, decided to try to give it a go. I've still got the same guitar, and I was like, no, this is, that's not for me. I've actually bought, I think, like three or four guitars and I've broken every single one of them. I, I Jeez, found you it. must be an aggressive... No, uh... no, not playing them because I, I play Smoke on the Water a couple of times yeah. and then I'm like, here. Uh, like, I remember the last time I did it, my wife, she wasn't, I wasn't even with her at the time. I was like, hey, can you... Can you record this? And yeah. I like I was playing it, and then I smashed it. I've got the video up somewhere. I should I should post it as like a. That's fine. Um, well, if that, you can't can't get a good um, tune out of it, you might as well get a good smash out of it. I'm not. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm not very talking mu- about the guitar, not your missus. <laughs> <laughs> not very musically gifted, eh? Um, I tried to rap for a bit. Yeah, I'm aware of your and, little rap and, career, and you tried to be an actor. Yeah, and, look, I'm, look, I'm not tried. I haven't. Look, don't, don't, don't. Look, it's a bit different. You try, okay, you, you, you get, it's still a work in progress. Yeah, isn't it? look, I spent a lot of time trying to do that, so I haven't really. Um, we said we're going to try and get it. We won't go too into depth with this, but yeah, look, I've gone to all the acting schools and that sort of stuff. I haven't really pre- auditioned professionally. I sort of got a little bit stage fright, a bit wanting to be make sure everything was perfect, and just kept putting that off. And it's all right. Um, they reckon. Well, mum tells me Morgan Freeman didn't make it till he was 54, so I just keep sort of every, <laughs> every year goes closer to that. I'm like, all right, we better so, start. So you're only two years off. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's funny. I've actually watched um, one, of your, one of your gigs and, or one of your movies that you're in. You were the bad guy. And you're wearing this like Peter Valetti's like real loose looking suit, and you're coming in fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, like I always like to play um, the sort of. Uh, I guess the misunderstood or the villainous sort of effed up sort of type of characters rather than comedy or sort of leading man sort of stuff. I thought that was more fun. And I'm a failed rapper. Mm. Um, you want to drop some bars? I don't because I'm actually not that good. I think it was more about composing and expressing and, 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 yourself. Well, not really. My lyrics for my songs were never good. It was just like getting the right type of music and putting it together and like kind of having something catchy enough to to put out to the world. We actually, I'm all for people being creative, even if you're not the most fantastic yeah. at it. Give it a try. Well, even well, if you're I, not the best at it, give it a go. I did it with one of my best mates at the time, and we actually got six of our songs in total 
played on 96.1 like on the radio so wow, okay. the, at the time that that felt like it was the biggest radio station in sydney how did that me. happen i just sent an email and I, I found the right person to send an email to. Can you put that song in the outro just a little bit for us? I actually can. Oh, which one? There were six of them. Oh, which one for one you think I don't know, cause will like, go down the best? The first one I did, we had a feature on it, and it was some guy who he w- he's like massive over in the States now. He's got like 2 million Facebook followers, 2 million Instagram followers. Like, Kid Worry. No, his name is his name is Hi-Rez. So if you listen to him, like he's actually a really good rapper. He came on. Uh, we had to pay two hundred fifty dollars to get him on a feature, but f- for then, back then for us, it was worth it at the time because he was one of our favorite artists. That's cool. And like the fact that he came on a song with us, and we had another guy who was a bit cheaper, a bit less known, didn't kick on, but I think that was a better song. So maybe I could. Yeah, chuck it in the outro I'll, for a bit, for, for a bit of fun, a bit actually, of a bit of nostalgia at least. Over the next six weeks, I'll put the song at the end of each show, and then you guys can judge what's your favourite. Um, but yeah, what happens with fail? Feel free to give him a sledge as well. <laughs> give a bit of a compliment if it's up your, if you're up your alley. But, I think um, people will, people are usually surprised, but um, I look back and I'm like, I could have done way better. It's got a very sort of eerie, or like a very certain, what I've heard of your stuff is very like a specific era. It's got like a rock, rap. Uh, it's kind of pop Sort of rap, like, it's got a, like a rap. Limp bizkit kind of a... Yeah. Very pop rap. We got, we got like the, the real... It's got an American sort of like a machine sort of feel about it. The real hooky courses and the real catch, catchy bit courses. Gnarly, bit gnarly, bit um, So what do a failed rapper and a failed actor do? Hey, don't call me a fucking... No, no. F- they start a podcast. Yeah. So let's okay. get into it. The Melbourne Cup happened today. Yeah. You have a double? Or yeah, I, I'm yeah. sorry, did you have a pickle? pickle? Yeah, I did have a pickle. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you recommended the bet. Uh, so I, I made sure I chucked that in one of my uh, investments. I invested 75, got back like 200. So that'll cover some of the losses from the um, <laughs> very good <laughs> from the weekend on the Aussies. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll, I guess we'll touch on that, but... Melbourne Cup. The, Mel- the Melbourne Cup. You told me a very interesting story earlier. You heard. You don't know much about horse racing, yeah. do you? I wouldn't go as far as interesting, but yeah, it's my interesting take, I guess, on racing. But yeah, if you think it's interesting, I appreciate it, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, I don't want anyone to think they're going to learn anything from this. But basically, yeah, I, like when, when I was watching it, I'd, I'd, I'd put my bets on. I was happy, and then I heard some like posh lady being like. Uh, uh, I can't remember what his name is, like Furbont. It wants parading very, very well today, if I must say. Just look parading like an absolute champion. And I'm like, hmm, that's sort of perked my ears. And then um, they asked some other jockey, and they're like, oh, so any horses you're threatened by? And they mentioned, oh, well, that Vermont's parading quite well. And I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> got to get on it. Don't know what that means. Like, I guess it's walking around nicer than the others. Like, I don't get how you can get that much information. When I've gone to the Greyhounds in the past, I'll sort of go down, pop down and have a look at the near the cages. And mm. my tactic is if one of them takes a poo, I usually bet on it. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so that's my version of parading. But I don't get what you get from the horse. Like, has it been brushed nicer than the others? Is it just more happy to be there? Like, what? what's the parade about? Got a bit of spring in his step yeah, when, he, when I, he comes up. I don't get it. And it sort of swayed my bet. I was pretty comfortable with my bets. I would have done better without listening to all this parading nonsense. <laughs> you lost, So you lost a bit as well, but you came no, out on top? No, look, all was up. I invested 75 and I got 200 back. So that's that's good, but it's just not 
<laughs> yeah, okay. I actually didn't – for the first time in four years, I didn't bet on the race, but because mm. last year I lost. It's very like, un-Australian of you, mate. Yeah, I was still at work when the race was starting, so I was few really – A few notches back for was, being a good yeah, Aussie. Yeah, yeah like okay. I really – if I wasn't going to be there to watch it at the time, I was like – not going to bother. Like I usually like betting on these races, and I I got up with Twilight Twilight Payment two years ago, uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Got up with uh, Val and no, not Val and Declare. It was very intelligent. Very, I'll take your word for it. I think oh, they all sound the same to me. Yeah, very inte- oh, no, it's not very intelligent. It's very elegant, very elegant. And then last year... I'm sure uh, very elegant parades like a darling. And then I was going around bloody... I was gloating how good I was. Last two years on the trot, I've, I've picked the winner and did my did my absolute ass on the punt last you year. You recommended so, it. And then this year, there was one horse that I was interested in and that was without a fight and he got up and there was proof because I posted it beforehand. Yeah, your words were really like strong to you. Like what you said, saying like this is going to win. It's so definitely going to win. I have no doubt that this is... Yeah, I thought you can't see that in the Melbourne Cup. And then I thought I have to chuck it in now. But there you go. You sort of won me some money. So thank you very much. No, that's very good. Um, But you did tell me about something earlier. So like all these online betting agencies, Picklebet, shout out to Picklebet, the best of them all. Use the code Turbo when signing up. It's off season at the moment. There's not much to bet on. So make sure you bet responsibly. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. I think you have to say that spill every time. I yeah, you've done know. pretty well. Look, you've covered most of it. You, you, the intentions there, if you haven't mentioned everything. The, you exactly. Know, like you, you know what the line is. Don't be is. a pork chop with your own money. You know what the line is. But you were telling me earlier, and I was gobsmacked what, what happened. So back in the day, Foxtel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is So this is a show on my greys, I guess. Like, I think a lot of people that are listening to this will probably remember it, but yeah, you used to be able to just sort of like watch Foxtel and for me, Fox I got Foxtel like so much longer than later than everyone else. So when I got Foxtel, not too long after someone showed me you could sort of watch the races on Foxtel and you could also place bets through Foxtel using your TV remote. So it was just through like you link your tab account. It was pretty slow and it was like but it was such a big deal. It was so fun to not like be around some other degenerate sort of trying to fill in a ticket and you get in line and just sort of be sitting back comfortably in your home doing whatever you want. It was cool. I enjoyed it. But yeah, then it, that I sort of, that's why I don't get into racing because it was too accessible for me and I just decided to stick to footy. It's slower. I mean, not the game is slower, but it spreads It's a two hour thing rather than a minute thing yeah. where you can just, so yeah, for me, I prefer to bet on the phone. I just can't believe you could go on your TV, use the remote and mm. bet on a horse. Like, I mean, it's much easier to do things now just on your phone. But yeah, I think there was a period where you could probably do both, like without improved it. But yeah. I've always been the guy that's a bit on this, whatever the, the older version thing is. It almost feels like that'd be illegal now, like betting on your TV. I don't know. You can... What, do a lot of crazy stuff these what, days. What way do you think it's gone? Like, do you think it's gone too casual with with betting? Like, it's too accessible, or do, w- yeah. would you prefer it to be back in the day where oh, you only get to have a pump when you're at the tab? None of my business. I'm fine with it. Business is business. It's um, you know, I guess if you've got a problem with it, seek help. But the thing is, 
back in the day, it was just simple. Like it was the tab. You got to go down to like a pub to put a bet on. You'd go put a bet on before the footy. If that bet didn't work, or you know what I mean, like yeah. it, straight away, like you, there wasn't. You'd have to race back out to the pub and like try get a bet on for like a second half try yeah. score. Like was it worth it? So it'd make you sort of think: Do I want to drive out there? Do I want to miss some of that yeah. game? So there's a little bit of breaking that up. Rather than when you can just be like, oh, there. Yeah. And even if you set a deposit limit, you can just five million different betting companies yeah, online. So, yeah, it is. Back in the day, it was simpler, but I guess they've probably got more regulations over it. Yeah. Back in the day, you could walk into a tab, B15 in certain areas, and just go whack a bet on. You know what I mean? Well, nothing to say about the tab. Maybe they. <laughs> in, in a different venue yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love They wouldn't allow that I do like how it is at the moment It's very accessible Like obviously if you've got everything under control But nothing beats going into a pub And having a ticket in front of you And going fun. to the machine and cashing it out It's a bit fun holding the ticket Yeah Alright, international footy Yeah, disappointing Jesus Christ, it's grim For Australia fans yeah. Really good for New South Wales fans well, in, a, well, in a way, the good thing is it's not too over. It's annoying, but there's a lot of guns that are unavailable that will sort that out. But for me, it's more just I felt like there's an attitude thing there. Like it, or not maybe attitude, but care factor, maybe not the right word either, but passion, maybe closer word to it. Like you can just see the Kiwis like – when they sing their national anthem, like they're all crying. Um, I don't whether or not we. I don't care whether they sing it. Or I'm not about that. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. Um, but it, you see, it doesn't mean as much. And then there's the heart. <laughs> You're backtracking massively. Not at all. Not at all. All <laughs> no, I'm saying I know, is you I can know see how much say. it means. I don't care whether you sing or not, but you can see how much it means. To yeah, you. yeah. I understand why certain people, like like, like why Indigenous people, don't want to sing. Yeah, I, I understand that. So yeah. I'm all for. I back that. That's yeah. where, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Um, and with the Aussies, if, if, if you consider yourself a non-indigenous Australian, sing it if you want. Sing it if you don't too. Yeah. I don't really care. But just, just you can see, just in general, like, how much it means to them walking out onto the field and stuff. Like, there's a there's a much bigger care factor. Yeah. Like with them, they show you in their anthem. That they care. There, there's when they no, talk th- about it too, and there's no signs that the Australians are showing you that that they care as much. And I think, I think it's because Orange Origin does seem to be a bigger accolade as one, and also hate to say it, but Australia, you know, lacks the culture that some other nations have because yeah. we are a newer country and we don't sort of we're very we you know we are. We're adapting, you know. We're a multicultural country, which I think is a great thing in the way direction we're going. And we're stuff. not as family orientated as all these other countries that, that we play against, are we? Like England is the exception, but I feel like England still have the passion that we don't. Uh. They've got all the songs and stuff. Maybe not for rugby league and stuff, but they're passionate fans about like. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think like Australia's Australia can be, you know, like when it comes to the Olympics and different things like that. But I think even as fans, I'm not. Personally, I kind of like get a little bit excited when New Zealand are going all right against us. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not that. If Australia had won on the weekend, nobody would be talking about the game that happened Mm. on the weekend because it's just kind of expected. But the fact that it happened, it brings into question Australia and it also brings into conversation New Zealand. We need to find pride in the jersey as fans and as players and as 
I a nation. I agree with that, but it also brings into the conversation that New Zealand is actually they're they're a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, like they're, they're, across the park, it looks even. And that's why in the first game when I was betting that game, I was like very I was so confident it was going to be one to either team one to twelve. I even said to you, I thought I think New Zealand have got us in this in the first game. I, I thought so too, like because their team on paper is very good, yeah. and across the park they've nearly had career years. Like Dylan Dylan Brown, like. He hasn't played that that much this season, but he had a career year last year. Charles Nickel Klockstad, Ronaldo Militalo had his best season last year. Mm. Um, Jerome Hughes is coming off a good storm campaign, and I like their forward pack. Yeah, the two forwards like they're just ruthless. And James Fisher Harris, like the more I see that guy, the, like the first game he played for him, he looked pumped up when he did the hark. The second game, I felt like his biceps were gonna. Like burst out of his skin. They looked so big <laughs> and so sick and mean. Like they were, they were ridiculous, bro. Like there's no way I'm tackling him. So good on the Aussies for even tackling those blokes. Like at, at times, I think they made 47 missed tackles, maybe a few more than that. But geez, the, the way they were pumped up, you could maybe excuse them for missing a few more. I've heard a bit of conversation about this, but Fisher, Harrison, Leota. Uh, should they be considered the best prop pairing of all time? Like, oh, to be I, I, think they've, all time. I think they've got there. Like, they've honest, been there for honestly, a bit. Yeah. honestly, like Petro, Sivanaseva, and Shane Webke is, is the last people to compare that with. But they didn't even win two comps in a, a row. A lot of props usually you know, get a lot better in their older days and stuff, too. So I think they've still, still got a 27, bit 28. Yeah. Fisher Harris has come a long way. I thought he was one of them guys that would kind of peter out. Mm. Like kind of like Tepi Moroa, where they come onto the scene hot and he's dialed it in massively. He's so good. Yeah, there's a huge vibe around him. I don't know about the best prop, two props of all time pairing yet. I'm happy to put them up there. Oh, they, they're they're on the they're sniffing around, and they you know they're what, are, what else do they need to do? Well, I'm not trying to. <laughs> So look, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing good things. You know what I mean. I don't do, do any more, but like, yeah, I just think maybe maybe there's other front rowers that may have more skills up there. I feel like they're both developing those sorts of extra skills. Like they're both getting a little yeah. bit of like um, ball playing and stuff like that in their game. And yeah. they you know lack like maybe there's other um, props that are you know more. Um, Dominant try scoring and stuff like that. There's a lot of different areas you could look at it, I think. So yeah. with the international game, where do you think its peak is? Because like I, I think I, when I, the, I, now that the competition's good, like I think it's great for um Australia to lose. I think we need to be hungrier to go out there and want to mm. win. Like it's not like but we I, haven't I kind lost of before, think but. like the World Cup, we we weren't ranked first at the time. I think it was like Tonga or New Zealand. Yeah. And I think we came out and made sure we won that comp. Because we know we can. Mm. Um but like in my question is like what's the pinnacle of it? Like I know they're all doing well at the moment, but should the goal be to expand the game and make it the best product, the international game, or accept the fact that State of Origin and the NRL is the better product, but make this as good as it is? Because if you want to make the international game a world sport, then 
what we're doing now is ridiculous. Like we shouldn't be investing in these smaller countries like Samoa and Tonga and stuff. We should be making sure that South Africa have a good rugby league team. They just won the World Cup. Like, yeah, I definitely think Australia and like the like international game versus the world versus New Zealand versus Samoa, all these Tonga that are growing, England that are great. There's, and then you've got Papua New Guinea, Fiji and mm. all that. So, And there's all these other nations that it's like got little with a couple of little NRL teams. But those real serious teams, especially Australia, New Zealand, Samoa, England, Chuck and Tonga as well. Yeah. Um, I think it could be a real big deal, like especially with how good – because I, I was thinking about – how good it would be just to have like just two like of the world's just two of the best teams, yeah. And it was just chucked into a. I think we'll riffing about this at one stage when we're having a few beers yeah. or something like that. But yeah, just to allow everyone to be involved in like the, like an origin sort of style game. It's you would be hard because you wouldn't have that sort of attachment to a jersey, like mm. because it's just like a you pick a jersey, you pick yeah. your number out of a hat or whatever. But yeah, I reckon watching Australia versus. New Zealand, that could be as good as Origin if Australia just, you know, were up for it. Like in this game, like I think it could yeah. have been. It really could be. Like Samoa and Tonga can get to that level as well. England are, are close uh, as well. Um, probably needs to build a little bit, like have that, like be competitive for a, an extended period of time too to really get that sort yeah. of. And then, because the Origin's like really nostalgic and it's got a lot of history and obviously the national international game does as well but when you just we're used to australia just going out and vlogging people yeah it's that i think that's part of the reason it hasn't been something we look forward to watching yeah because we don't like it's i think even as like even though that we're winning we prefer a tight competition until we lose occasionally do you think it's actually the timing like the time of year as well, because no, you like, can't fit it all into like, the middle of the year to wreck Super yeah, Coach, all right? You can't, <laughs> you can't. But the fact that it's at the end of the year, and we know the players mm. are over it, and I think like I, I didn't watch that much international footy to be honest, and I wasn't, I don't think I missed out, and the fact that like Australia lost that game when, and they didn't even compete. I think their mindset is quite similar, where it's like it's the end of the season. This is just, this is just. Uh, a consolation prize at the end. Mm, maybe deep think, down. Maybe deep down. Deep like down. That, that's not what they're oh, all saying. They're, on profe- the, yeah. they're professionals, so yeah, obviously yeah. Maybe they're not. there isn't enough of them to have that deep down attitude that would, you know, make that result of a 30 nil. But, yeah, that wouldn't be the talk in camp and stuff. You know, Mel would be yeah. trying to get them up and all the oh, boys sure. would be trying to lead. And you'd, you'd still be going, I'm wearing my country and look at who I'm standing next to playing yeah. with. And you'd want to... Stand up. But, yeah, I guess maybe you add that on to the fact of, you know, you're playing at New Zealand this week and, you know, it's their home ground and they kind of underestimate them considering it's a little bit easier last week. But, yeah, lesson learned. Let's move on from that because it was sad. Oh, well, just one more question on that. Yeah, okay, Who, sure. Whose test match, who played their last test match on the weekend? Oh, uh, DCE. Yeah? Yeah. Just because clear, clear, clear his spot. And that's the only – I don't want to otherwise say that anyone else has done. Yeah. It's not – yeah. So been I don't of, like being negative towards nah, that. there's been, been a lot of talk about Tedesco. I, I don't think it's 100% confirmed yet. I think like, someone else might um, prove that they are more I – th- I think because up for there it. are so many good fullbacks coming through, it may mm. push him out in the future if he's not playing well, but he's certainly not done. He's certainly not – Still awesome. He had, still, he had a real red-hot go. I mean, he 
couple of little mistakes, but I think yeah. a lot of the mistakes were sort of forced on him by others too. He deserves a rest. Yeah. And that's why I don't like the international game because he's played in this time for the last three years, like this point of the season, and it's kind of delayed his start to the season. So mm. I think it's going to happen again unless he gets a few months good rest. Let's move on from that. It feels very stressful talking about that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. I like, like to just talk about a good game of footy. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Even if we lost, I would have been like, it would be like, you know, it's just they smashed us. And you know what? Not to take anything away from them, they were actually very, very good. Yeah, they, they were, were ruthless. For sure. Absolutely ruthless. The whole game too, and they were aggressive. And I'll tell you what else was ruthless. Finesse. Yeah. I was sitting in this spot on Friday and – I was here with my cousin. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and now you're here. So we did say at the end of the episode, um, we'll see you during the week with Timmy. And then I said, Is I he the guy to have a with... laugh about it later? No, I don't <laughs> think he is. <laughs> um, let's address it. The prank call. So mm. if you're unaware, on the podcast with my cousin, the Jizz podcast on Friday, which was released on Sunday, we prank called Timmy. <laughs> um, he was claiming to be uh, someone from a shopping centre or something. Yeah, your cousin, this is not me. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, and Timmy. He was c- complaining to be someone that has some sort of authority. We can say it because we wasn't actually, you can say it now. He was pretending to be the Popo, which is uh, fine. He, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. <laughs> oh, look, oh, my dog and the boys. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a bit dogging the boys saying that, isn't it? Look, 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 is this your form of retaliation? Yeah, no, no, no. I'll get him arrested. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he was fucked in jail? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. So, yeah, I got a prank from old mate's cousin. And, and he pretty much said you got to be – I was in a bad mood. So. Yeah, you pretty much got to be at this shopping centre within the hour for questioning because you got too close to this kid and there's been some complaints. Um your point of view. Your point of view. Mm. What was the day like, and leading up to that, and during the conversation, like <laughs> it, it's funny. I don't know what went through my head because you do not take things well, <laughs> and I'm just glad you came home, had some clarity. It was a Friday afternoon. You were able to have some beers and yeah. Cool no, it I, look, I'm a pretty chill guy, but like if I get like a little bit turned the wrong way, I can snap, you know. And I thought this is a moment where I need to. <laughs> So my, my, my animal instincts were telling me I needed to protect myself and I just oh, – I, uh, I felt like I needed to make some hiss noises. But, um, yeah, so the call came in. Um, I'm coming home from um, a work trip away from Port Macquarie. I'm sitting next to uh, my bo- my nephew's – my boss's nephew. <laughs> my nephew's my nephew. boss. Yeah. <laughs> my boss's nephew and he's sort of like a 2IC guy. He's, he's, young, he's young but – uh, he's sitting there, and w- me and him have sort of had at it the night before and a bit arguing because we've had a 16 hour day. He wanted to turn an eight hour day into a 16 hour day so he could just drive back and not do work the next day, which I wasn't for. Uh, it was a shit fight. I ended up sort of losing my temper at the shopping centre <laughs> a little bit and sort of telling him, you know, things would go a lot smoother if we had it just done it tomorrow. You can swear on this podcast. Yeah, well, this it's was, on the burst. Well, this was in the sound. This was, okay. This was this was in uh, in view of a child, the manager's child of a Westfield, <laughs> and because the child was trying to get in the line, and I sort of was a bit like, <laughs> I thought this call was to do with this. So I'm oh, thinking this is not a police matter. 
So that's my first instinct, yep. right? I'm thinking, this is not a police matter. What's going on here? And then when it started to escalate a bit to, you know, interfere, I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, what's going on? This is fucked. Who's this? And things weren't matching up, the time, the, the times that I've worked there and three years and stuff. So I started getting the shits. And then, yeah, I guess... Yeah, I told you just to fuck off, <laughs> which was pretty funny. Oh, it, it was. Funny. I wasn't happy about it at the time because I was getting got, and I thought it was a shit prank. And then I had to go back and think about it. And actually, you sent me the prank, and I watched it, and I was like, okay, "That's actually pretty good because <laughs> I got got." You know what I mean? The yeah. idea is to get a reaction. Well, you got me, in and I, re- I respect. No, that. see, the thing is, you d- you don't see it on camera or anything. It's not funny. Like you, you get to watch it back yourself, and you kind of see the thought process behind it. Me at the time when you said fuck off and, and go or go fuck yourself and yeah. you hung up, I was thinking my instinct told me not to call you, but I just yeah, went nah. against that because I was like, it'll be funny. It's fine. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. There you go. Um, but I think the- Play fa- on. But yeah, the, the um, I guess the retaliation of that is I'm going to get your cousin back yep. and you're and not going to be- um, Brushed under the carpet at all, man. I'm going to get you <laughs> even bigger, so... I don't think you can get me. Oh, I mean, just trust me. I used to do this with a guy at high school, and I got him pretty good at, with, you know, in the worst of ways. And I won't even repeat that because I, I lose a lot of a lot of fans or a lot of love over it because What'd it's quite mean. No, nah, it's quite mean. Is it like um? I'm just I just is it I, like the I'm, bench warmers when the, I'm just the guy the be- that you know you want to go bum 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 I'll go one further and like I just I'm are good you, at it. Are you Rob Schneider from the bench warmers where he claims to be this all nice guy and then this guy <laughs> comes out of the woodworks he bullied me his whole high school career and I haven't left my basement this no, whole time. No, there's actually probably one or two of those, but I got that that I address those in my life and you know that was we've all sort of had high school issues. But I wasn't so you're that a kid. bully. No, I'm not a bully, but I have had a couple of. Issues. See, I was the bullied. Yeah, I got bullied. Oh, I'm not a bully. I don't want to say I'm a bully. I'm not a bully. You're I was bully. involved if in a couple. If you bully someone, of... you're a bully. It wasn't a bully. It wasn't that. Like I'm a, I'm a kind-hearted person. I'm very empathetic and sympathetic. Um, that's that's not me. I was a different person to, you know, what I was. For, you know, in one moment. So it was a bad thing. But yeah, see, so I went to... it wasn't overly bad. It was bad for my expectations yeah, of myself. Fair enough. Um, yeah. see, I went to a sports school, mm. and um. You know how both of us are quite – we're quite comfortable with who we are. Oh, I'm not comfortable with who I am. Oh, I come not? across that way. Yeah, not oh, really. Right. Yeah, like I'm – yeah, not overly. Well, I'm quite comfortable with I'm who glad I am. You, I'm like, glad you I found, like, found um, Zen. And what is it? What is it? Uh, your your um, Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You're going well, – Your oneness. You're talking tactics here. You're talking <laughs> way too many tactics yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Um, yeah, I, like uh, my favourite artist was Justin Bieber. Back in high school, and I, I wasn't afraid to say that. Like he, yeah. he hadn't gone through puberty yet, so it was pretty gay to to do that. And like <laughs> people, like in high school, they're ruthless. Like yeah, people oh, shat, 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 like, be- I I got put in a cupboard once. And locked mm. in the cupboard. So like, did I. Like on, on lock-up day. See, the amount of times that I got bullied, <laughs> I, like 500 times more, I was a very easy target. Big mouth, very chirpy. So very easy to um But I, I, I loved it because I loved being a form of entertainment for people. Yeah. Like sometimes I think – Like getting chucked into a locker, I did not enjoy No, that. that was funny. That was I thought I was in a science room where mm. it was a cupboard and I, I was like in the cupboard. It was funny as. Um, but I like being that entertainment for people and sometimes they did step the line too much and mm. uh, it sucks sometimes but I, I didn't mind it because I was still there. 
I think, I don't know if it's a, it's probably different at school. I think that bullying these days is probably a lot harder with online. Yeah, for I think sure. it'd be a lot worse. Oh, it's much easier these days because, like, the bullying happens, but you're still friends with the guys that are bullying you. Like, it's not like people are actually oh, that's bullying all, you because yeah, you Yeah, I hate think that's them. generally the case. The case yeah. I was bullying was, like, one of my best mates, so... Oh, you bullied your best yeah, friend. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's fine. Yeah. That's just banter. Yeah, but it kind of didn't feel like it at the time, um, but yeah. So you're going to get Martin back. Um, Martin back? My cousin. Oh, yeah. I was When you were thinking about that, I was thinking oh, about Supercoach, and I thought you were talking about Liam Martin. Uh, I was like, I don't think I've ever owned Liam Martin. But yeah, I'm going to get him. But I reckon we want to wait two months because I don't want him to – I want to let him have him let his guard down so I can get him real good. And we're going to do it on the show? Or, yeah, we'll do it on the or, show. If he keeps tabs at this show, maybe this first show is the perfect time to do it. Nah, nah, because he's still he's still, it's still in fresh. his aura. It's yeah, his it's in his. Yeah, okay. So two, two months, I'm good at this stuff. He'll be man. keeping I'm... an eye on maybe the next two three weeks. Hmm. Depends if he listens. If he does listen, we just won't talk about it. Marty, it's coming for you if you do listen. It's coming for you. I'm, I hope you know. I'm telling you it's coming for you. I want you to know. I want you to be sweating. <laughs> oh, you're right. Years. I'll be right. All right. And we'll finish up with a bit of a therapy session. Mm, okay. So I, I don't know how we're going to do this. And I don't know if you've prepped anything. No, but sometimes, you know, but you might not have much to talk what's your, about. But. What's your biggest drama leading into this week? Oh. Off-field. Off-field dramas. Yeah, not too much, eh? Um just little simple things, you know, like just uh, getting the little things done. Just sort of things that, you know, being a bit lazy and sort of going, oh, I'll do that a bit later and get that a bit later. Not getting, um, not being as diligent. So, like, I think that would sort of be something that's caught, I've slipped up. I think a bit of a big weekend sort of has contributed to that, but we can allow ourselves a couple of... Um, you got to let the hair loose, mate. Yeah. you got to let the hair loose. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think for myself... Biggest pro- I have not too many problems, but I have a couple just here. Like, um, where was I? Starting off with, I went out on the weekend mm. and it, w- it was raining all weekend. So I was like, beauty, we're going to stay at home all weekend. Um, my wife doesn't like staying home. She likes to go out. You know, women, they're, mm. they're, they're, they like to be entertained till the weekend. So I was pretty happy to go out. Um, we went out. We came this way to go to the museum. Yep. My daughter spewed everywhere on the way. Mm. And we'll well, when I last saw your wife, she was cleaning some spew out of what, she, oh, her she car when we were both she cleaning our cars. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, that wasn't the last time I saw your wife. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you saw her that fr- the Friday when you came over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling the True. truth. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she spewed absolutely uh, everywhere. Yeah. And we had to – we're, like, on the highway just five minutes away from here and we couldn't stop anywhere. So we waited, like, ten minutes. She was covered in spew, crying. It was chaos. It was absolute chaos. So Time we, to turn we, this precious road trip around and head back home. Well, so that was the first thought. But we're five minutes away from the museum. Are we better off doing another hour trip back? Mm. Or going to the museum. Make a day of it. Let's get messy. (laughs) Make a day of it. So we went to the museum, but we're stuck on the side of the road. My wife cleaning all the spew. It's always going to dampen the mood, yeah. My my daughter just completely naked on the side of the road. Every door's open. We're on the side of the road. People trying to go around us. They weren't. You're on the M4 on the side, right? No, we weren't on the M4. Safe spot. We're we're just on a side street. Um, 
so yeah, that that was a pretty bad situation that happened during the week. Still causing um, you stress, is it? It's still causing me stress <laughs> because the car seat's not in yet. It's not back in yet because we had to like take it out and get it cleaned and stuff. So yeah, yeah. pretty boring conversation, this one. No, but sometimes the little problems can be the things that are bothering you the most. And so I, it's important to have the chat. Mm, sometimes I'll have big problems. There's no point <laughs> trying to force out big problems when they're not there. And I had know. another one. I'm struggling without NRL. Oh, yeah. So am I generally, but I'm doing a lot better than I am last year. So I'm happy for that. Yeah, for sure. And I think I tried to get into the NBL. Yeah, like it's not even halfway through the Supercoach season. I'm done with it. Like, yeah, I can't be bothered. Well, I thought about getting a PlayStation. I'm not really much of a gamer, but I got an old Nintendo DS, not being yeah. right into playing Mario Kart. Yeah, and it's like a free th- free thrill because it's like an old. Oh, actually, I, rem- I remember what my actual problem was. So mm. I usually get up four o'clock in the morning every morning to go to the gym. Makes me feel good. I haven't been doing it. Like I've been going after work sometimes. Mm. Um, Today I felt really shit. Didn't wake up in time. We came here this afternoon. Yep. And I didn't go this morning. Well, you know, Tuesdays you're going to have to be a rest day. Unless you want to – oh, you can be a morning – you're pretty wild with your schedule. I I usually get up in the mornings, but like the last two weeks I think I've been – five times Mm. probably last week and this week which is not normal for me i usually go six times a week so i'm I'm going through a little plateau at the moment Mm. and i take my gym very seriously you know what you should be happy with yourself that you're going as many times as you are because i've got a gym membership and i think i've you know gone less times than i can count on my hands so be proud of what you're doing and um keep working on your goals maybe happy days that's why i need to get it off my chest yeah good on you all right, Good I, th- chat. I think that should about do us for the first episode of. But I'm on, fucking coming to get you <laughs> on the first. Um, cheers for tuning in, and what you can expect from us next week. Well, a lot of the same thing. We'll just be talking about a lot of topics, and um, make sure if you do enjoy it, rate it on wherever you listen to it. Yeah, and got a topic of choice, maybe. Please let us know. Give us a comment. Um, send us a message, and we'll bring whatever you have to bring on the show. Because I think the best part of doing something like this is getting the people that listen involved. Fuck yeah. So if you've got something to bring to the table, I'm an open book. I don't care how obscure the conversation is. We'll do it. Oops. <laughs> yeah, Unless we're talking about... <laughs> yeah. like, I love that. That's a really strong commitment. <laughs> like, yeah. Unless we're talking about like, you know, Israel and Palestine or, or something like that. Yeah, we're not going to get involved in that. But good luck to them. The old subs would have said something then. But all right, cheers for tuning in, guys. Got me sitting at my 
wanna stop I was lost and you found me Now I'm begging for more You say you're feeling real lonely Well I'll be at your door I'll be everything you want Everything you need Everything and more Till the day my heart's gonna bleed And I'm not speeding this no race For this luck can set no pace And I knew it since that day That you met me I said hey yo gosh I fell a deep And I'm drowning for your love girl You got me skipping beats And my heart is playing up too I've been thinking way too much Got me nervous Watch me blush Baby tell me what you think After this we get a drink Don't blush You got me good But you are more than a friend to me Let's cook this love up baby No recipe Love's a game, and I'm ready to play 